0: Thank you for listening to this podcast one production available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One.
1: Stelio Chico Pitt Bull Mister Three Hundred Five, but I said Mister Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here, at Negative to Positive, is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast, Podcast One. Spotify.
2: We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in.
3: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Collider Games Podcast. My name's Dennison. Den. I'm here with so, guys. Your boy Dorian, and we also got a very special guest today. We've got the super popular online personality Craig Thompson, aka Mini Lat. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing fantastic. How are
3: you guys doing? doing? Doing good, man. Doing great. Uh, so you're here in LA. You're yeah. you're 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 living currently what, in in Portland. In Portland,
0: Portland yeah, up north. Of, I escaped to the Pacific Northwest.
3: And you're currently on tour right I now. I am, yeah. Which mid- is crazy. Mid- Midway
0: through there? Midway through the, So we just finished leg three. We have seven legs altogether. So uh, 27 dates altogether. Finished 12. So... It's been fun. It's been crazy. I mean, I'm just used to sitting on my desk playing video games all day. So you know, now living in a coffin of a bunk bed, you know, whilst traveling down God knows where. It's a whole different life. Whole yeah, different yeah. because I
3: mean, yours too, you know, you, your YouTube channel has like millions of subscribers. Mm-hmm. You've got a very popular Twitch channel. You're online a lot. How is it different now? Like you're going out there and like meeting all the, the kind of the fans in person?
0: Yeah, it's it's a whole different ball game because like for me... Um, whenever you same kind of thing with you guys. When you see the amount of viewers that kind of come in, it's, it's a number. You, mm-hmm. It's hard to kind of calibrate that number into physical people. So say for example, a video gets you know a thousand views. To a lot of people, it's like ah oh, you know it did okay. It, it's it's all right. And then you see a thousand people in the audience and they're all screaming. It's a whole. It's it's insane. It's ridiculous. It, it, it's hard to comprehend. Like you see, some streamers nowadays pulling you know forty, fifty, sixty thousand. Viewers mm-hmm. concurrent. I'm like that's literally like that's stadium level. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. It's it's hard to
3: it's hard to comprehend. Yeah, and then you have a show this Friday. I do. Uh, yeah, here in L A. Los Angeles, playing the Novo. Yeah, I'm excited. Nice. nice. And then you said it, it, that one fills uh, about a th- over a thousand people. That one just over a thousand. Yeah. 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 So and you said you originally lived here for for a little bi- a little while before you moved. Yeah, so
0: from 2015 to 2019 or be- oh, beginning of this year I guess you could say. Uh I lived just in different spots in and around LA. I love this place. Mm-hmm. Um but for me I'm also uh, a firm believer in sort of separating work from play. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I work hard whenever I'm in work mode, but I also need that kind of separation. And in L.A., you know, it's, as much as I love this place, it's also a concrete jungle. Yeah, you know, it, it's a lot. It, it's hard to kind of separate yourself. So I kind of escaped up to the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. got myself some fields to stare at and some trees and some, you know, shit like that. So it's it's fun. I mean, for me, a plane nowadays is just like an oversized bus. Mm-hmm. So if I'm able to just fly the hour and a half down to L.A., if someone's like, oh, do you want to come out tonight? I'm like, all right, give me like four hours and I got you, that kind of shit. So it's it's fun to have that
3: divide. Nice. Yeah, so you can kind of separate, relax out, you know, and not think about and deal with work. Does that actually right. help with your creativity in terms of what types of videos you want to do and that stuff?
0: Yeah, because, I mean, in L.A., you know, you're so sort of restricted on space. So, like... Whenever the Elon Musk flamethrower came out, it's like, oh, that'll be cool to get, but I got nowhere to shoot it. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. sure I'm gonna get arrested. Well, out there, I have a bit more space to experiment with my content. Also, I feel like you're better. I feel like it's just better period to have a clear head, Mm -hmm. you know? Because when you make decisions, when you're all jumbled up with everything else going on in life, it's not prop You're you're, you're not fully there. You're not fully with it. But being able to kind of
3: clear head, clear your mind space, you can kind of push forward and make more adjust decisions. Okay. And in this 27-city tour that you're doing that you're mm-hmm. kind of halfway through now, kind of how did that come about and, like, why did you decide to do it? Because it is a <laughs> daunting task.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, everyone's like, oh, you just do, like, a five-show 5, five show tour
3: or whatever. Uh, a lot of
0: you know, YouTubers do, like, a five-to-seven-show tour, and everyone kept telling me to do that. But, you know, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to go balls deep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> that's how I think of it. Um, the idea of it kind of came around that, uh, a quote that I live by is I want a million stories to tell my grandkids mm-hmm. so if I'm able to be like that cool uncle when I'm like 50, 60 years old saying like yeah I went on a comedy tour in America mm-hmm. it's like that's dope you know Uncle Craig or whatever the hell uh, that's kind of how I imagine it uh, I wanted to kind of broaden the gap between uh, stand up and gaming fan interaction I wanted to try and make the show where it wasn't it wasn't just stand up it's not just playing games on stage it's kind of like this amalgamation kind of I don't even know how to describe it. Like mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh, so what do you do? I'm like, I don't really know. Like, <laughs> I get on stage and kind of wing it. I have eight bullet points that I go through uh, for the hour and a half show, and everything in the middle of that is all improv. So nice. it's, it's, it's the same kind of structure, but it's a different show every night. Cool.
3: And then uh, let's kind of go uh, even further back. Mm-hmm. How did you get into video, like making videos, especially with the video game focus? Was it for something... Sure. Like you sought out, okay, I'm going to become very popular at this, or was it just something you just wanted to do and then became popular?
0: It was, I feel like for people who started way back in the day, there was no, like, internet celebrity. There's no Instagram models. There's no TikTok. There's no whatever. So whenever people did it back in the day, we had the goal of just, like, let's just see how far this goes. For me, when I started in 2011, I was just, I mean, I'm 24 now. I started when I was 16. I was just bored during high school. Mm -hmm. I feel like when you're when you're in high school, especially on summer vacation, like you have two months to do nothing. After about three weeks, you're like, eh, I'm kind of tired of this shit. So I, I gave myself a goal. I said to myself, during the summer, I'll try and hit 100 subscribers. Uh, and I got to like 92, mm. 93, something like that. But after you do something for three or four months, your brain kind of starts to kick into gear like, oh, if I do this thing, this thing happens. And if I bring that and put it there, that happens. And all of a sudden, my creative brain just went for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why a lot of my videos, even though they're, they're gameplay, I try and turn them into kind of like mini movies to a certain mm-hmm. degree. So whether it's, you know, sound effects color grading letterbox lines cheesy kind of like things where it's very basic when it comes to TV and movies it's mm-hmm. something that's never really been seen in gaming so the people that I play with we all kind of had our own little spin on how we edit our content so um, that's that's kind of how I got started uh, did I expect it to grow to the size it was of course not I mean I thought if I had 100 subscribers I'm done that will be cool <laughs> Uh and I overshot that a bit. <laughs>
3: yes, quite 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 a what, bit.
4: What was the sorry, no, what, no, go what was the moment like in in this whole process where you were like, "Oh wait, I can actually this can be my career. This is something I can do like as a living." What, what was that like? When was that yeah. moment? Yeah.
0: So, 2013 I went to college for music production. Okay. Uh my original plan was to make cheesy commercials for uh, or cheesy jingles for commercials. Mm-hmm. Um but I went there for two weeks. I was like, okay, GTA five's just coming out. I know how much content potential there is in GTA five. So I told my professor, give me give me a year. Okay? I'll take my gap year at the start. If it doesn't work out, I'll come back. And he's like, Yeah, okay, sure, just do whatever you want. You know, obviously YouTube 2013, it's not the size of what it is now. Yeah. So he's like, I don't really get it, but you do you, random random kid. So I went back and then GTA five was hundred percent the catalyst that blew me up to I guess where I am today. You know, the me and the guys who I play with uh, with GTA V, it's very – even though it's one massive open-world map, it's very linear in the sense of you do this story, then this, then yeah. this, and this, and then end. But kind of what me and a, my bunch of friends did was we is we took GTA and we tried to find a bunch of mini games that you can play with your friends in and around it. So, for example, there's a garden maze that we turned into kind of like a murder mystery kind of mm-hmm. thing where you turn off the HUD and one person's it. We had like tank rodeo where one person's in the middle spitting the barrel and you're trying to try and stand on for five seconds. Like, you know, little things that aren't in the game, but something you can do with your friends. And then all of a sudden from there, people were like, oh, I want to see what they come up with next. So the videos got start go from like, you know, 10,000 to 100,000 mm-hmm. to a million views a video. And it just it went for it.
3: What, what was the one video that you think, like, after the success of that video, you were mm-hmm. like, okay, this is it? It's funny because most people just have, like, that video uh-huh. catalyst. I-, I didn't. You didn't. You Not- just saw it more of a progressive rise. Yeah, exactly.
0: It was more of just, like, an exponential where it took, like, three or four years to just slowly simmer up to a point, And then it just doubled and tripled and just went for it. Um, the-, the normal route is just to have, like, yeah, I upload this video and everything kind of went wild. But I had to say GTA uh-huh. just as a whole and, you know, the years of making content just – Edged the way up.
3: Yeah. I, I do think like some people who who like watch a lot of people on YouTube and, you know, want to pursue that route don't mm. realize the, the amount of work that's involved oh, yeah. in, in producing all these videos and the, the discipline you have to have in order to become more popular and to right. actually make it a living. A lot of people think, oh, I'm just going to turn on a camera, press record, and then I'm going to upload it. And then suddenly everybody knows mm-hmm. who the hell I am. Because I mean the recording part takes is it's for
0: like five percent of the entire yeah. production process. For me, you know, if I made a, if I record twenty minutes of a golf, like a mini golf game, mm-hmm. you know, it might take four, five, six, seven hours just to edit that one video, just with the amount of effects and detailing and making sure the structure is right, making sure the story is right. So it's it's very hard for someone to just to say, Oh, I'm gonna jump into this and make a bunch of money. Because I mean if if your head's already in the mindset like i'm here to make a bunch of money you're out of it yeah it's exactly it ain't gonna work out for you because whenever uh whenever goings get tough all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself well i only made five bucks where's my millions of dollars it's like it it
4: don't work like that Mm -hmm. and speaking of that like so just about over like i guess a year ago you decided to spin off and do your like a personal channel as well as doing a video game channel can you talk about just trying to balance that and also like creating content without it begin being too much of an overload on you for
0: sure yeah i kind of wanted to split Gaming on one channel because the gaming stuff, uh, you know, it's been it's been really big for a long time now. But I also wanted people to get to know me on a personal level because mm-hmm. there's one thing saying like, oh, this is a mini lad video where it's, I'm doing dumb shit in a video game, or you have got the Craig Thompson stuff where it's more just me on a personal level mm-hmm. talking to talking to my fans, saying about what's going on with my life, or for example, doing dumb shit like I made a Chick fil A pizza last week, <laughs> or you know, things like that where. I couldn't upload that on my Medilab channel just because the, the the metadata and how you know algorithms work, mm-hmm. it would just completely ruin everything. So I just split split down the middle and I just treat both like my children. <laughs> okay.
2: and,
4: and speaking of that, you actually one of your more more recent uploads was uh, a video of you uh, for the Pioneer Award. Can you talk about yeah. just that whole thing that and uh, specifically the the camera voice Pioneer Award? Can you talk about just receiving that and and talk tell our followers like what the Thirst Project is and all that? Definitely, was, I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, so the Thirst Project, a charity organization that I got. Um, Started with a few years ago, mm-hmm. uh, they're they're a charity that raises money for water wells out in third world countries. Because uh, whenever ten years ago, whenever the thirst project was formed, there was still one point one billion people in the world without clean fresh drinking water. And I just think that's just it's mm-hmm. from a morality perspective, that's just wrong. Because mm-hmm. like you know, you're drinking right now, you get a bottle of water as I came in. You know, like it's just, it's mm-hmm. such an easy thing for us to live with nowadays. But the fact that they're still well, ten years ago, there was one seventh of the world that didn't have access to that. Mm-hmm. Blows my mind. So nowadays, within the last ten years, uh, we've actually get down to six hundred million people without clean, fresh drinking water. So mm-hmm. this is something within the last ten years we've already managed to nearly half. Oh shit! Uh, so it's something that we can one hundred percent fix in our lifetimes, and that's I'm like, okay, you know, there, there's an end goal there. You know, I I, I want to try and see. I want to try and see the end of this. I want to try and see how this all works out. So I got my YouTube followers, got my Twitch followers to come through. And just over, over a few weekends, just trying to raise as much money as we can. And uh, last year, we raised a total of one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for um, for water wells out in different parts of Africa. Wow, um, and I, I told people that, hey, if you give me money, we'll, I'll actually show you. I'll go to Africa and I'll show you exactly what your wells or what your money is going into. Because uh, I feel like with a lot of charities, it's like give us your money and you just hope it gets yeah, somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but with me, I was like, hey, this five bucks you gave went into exactly this well, and it's helping this beautiful person right here. That's kind of what I wanted to do, Um, and then with that, they decided to give me the Pioneering Spirit Award, which is the person who went out and sort of raised the most notoriety, raised the most amount of money, Uh, and the reason they called it the Cameron Boyce Pioneering Spirit Award is because he's the one who got it last year. Uh, and he's a he's a uh, a younger Disney star who passed away in July, uh, so it was more of like a credit to him uh, because he was a massive advocate for the first project that decided to name after him. Which uh, the fact that I got the first one of that is extremely humbling, um, and I'm just I'm just really proud to be a part of this organization. For me, um, just being able to give back it's always been something that's been drilled into my head as a young age. Like, hey, I want to help out. Mm-hmm. You know, from living in Singapore, my mom used to take me to. Uh, over to Indonesia where uh, we used to go to this one orphanage and try and give food. We used to try and give toys, spend like a day or two with them and just enjoy it. So ever since then, it's been drilled into my head like, hey, there, there's some there's some bad shit going on out there too. Mm-hmm. You know, businesses and just, you know, your personal life and business can get so caught up in your head that you kind of forget about the bigger picture. Okay. Um, and then with that, they decided to put me on the board of directors about, mm-hmm. two, about two months ago. Uh, and the reason – w- well, the reason I, w- I took it and the reason why I wanted to do it is, A, to bring more notoriety on the internet, and, B, what the, th- what the board of directors do is they take uh, – or the- they donate money, but the money goes towards, like, flights, accommodation, food, whenever you're out there. Mm-hmm. So all that expenditure is covered. So whenever people donate their money, every it single cent – It that. Exactly. Every single cent is actually going towards helping people. Man, right. I got to say, like, like, while I was watching the videos and while I was watching all that, I was like,
4: dude, this is – pretty like goddamn impressive but then you just sitting here and telling us that you're 24 like we're the same age and you're over here, like killing it like that it was like it's not only inspiring but it's like yes we can be doing more with our platform so i just want to say thank you for that and Yo, thank you for I, killing the game i appreciate
3: that. that hell yeah that's dope man yeah and people can check out uh thirstproject.org mm-hmm. uh for for more information can indeed Hell yeah nice. All right, uh, oh, wait, one last what, question. question because
4: you all, you, you, I see you have a whole series about dank Reddit memes and Reddit oh, stuff like know, that. What yeah. is your favorite? <laughs> all right, I, like, what is your favorite subreddit? And then if you had to refer Ooh. five people to like, or if you had to refer five other subreddits, what would those be? Because I'm, I'm a fan
0: of Reddit, but I'm like, I need, to, I need to get more into it. Uh, as far as gaming goes, I have to give a shout out to
3: Game Physics. Okay.
0: Uh, so, Game Physics is a website where it shows how games can break and glitch and freak out in hilarious ways. Oh, yeah. I this saw the video, video of
3: you reacting to a bunch of glitches. Yeah. And
0: <laughs> so, that, that's Game Physics. Got to give a shout out there. R slash uh, Dank Memes is on top of trying to bring, you know, I feel like you can tell what memes are going to become more mainstream just mm-hmm. by what, what's been said on there. Um, what else can we do? Entitled Parents is always a fun one because it kind of brings you back down to earth. Uh R slash no sleep is a fun is a fun one, uh, especially in and around Halloween time. You know, mm-hmm. there's a bunch of just horror stories, whether they're real or whether they're fake. It's just really well written horror stories. So, you know, if the the cliche shit happens, if you're around a campfire in the woods, r our slash no sleep is a place to go. Uh and then I give a gotta give a shout to R slash mail out, I gotta give a shout to, okay. my, to to my own community out there. Mm-hmm. Keep it a strong, so that's my five. All right, bet, bet. All right, Dennis. That's
3: all I had. <laughs> cool. Hell yeah. yeah. All right, let's uh, get into some video game all right, here. Sure. Hell yeah. The, the, the biggest thing that came out this week, no, no big surprises with this one, but the Sony PS5. Yeah, I know. They've announced it. Okay, it is coming out, holiday of next season. Mm-hmm. It's officially going to be the PS5. No big change from PS4. You know, some details of, of, about the actual the specs of the console. Mm-hmm. But nothing, nothing like earth-shattering or anything like that? I mean, what was your take on hearing the news? I mean, if it was called anything else than PS5,
0: I feel like they're just pulling an Apple and they're just pulling random numbers out of their ass. Just like to do well, it. 7, 8, 10, and then X. And you're like, yeah. what the fuck is 9? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I feel like as far as the specs goes, it's exactly what's expected. Mm-hmm. It's, like you said, it's not crazy earth-shattering. It's now with, like obviously, ray tracing being a massive thing mm-hmm. uh, with the 2080 Ti's coming out. Like, it's... It's expected that's going to be, especially for fall of next year. Like, I would say even by the end of next year, there's going to be something else coming out, whether it's a CPU improvement or a GPU improvement, that it's going to make the PS5 and Xbox, whatever the hell, even just a little bit more Mm -hmm. substandard. Mm -hmm. I I think that as of right now, it's cool to see that PS5 will be not on par, but really, really close to par with PC but it's also coming out in a year and a half yeah. time. So in a year and a half time, there's gonna be more PC stuff coming along. All of a sudden, it's gonna put it put it to shame. Ooh, I didn't even think about that. One thing I did notice, though, so, which I'm a big
4: fan of, is if you can you can delete or uninstall like the multiplayer mode of different games if they had them on there. And I'm a oh. big fan of that because you know your boy doesn't have any friends. So <laughs> yeah,
0: shout out no friends. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I'm, I, I save space, save time. Well, it's 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 backwards compatible, which mm-hmm. is good because that was one thing. Obviously, the PS4 won this generation of consoles, but one knock on it was that the it didn't have that backwards compatibility like the Xbox did. Well, it's gonna be interesting to see what Xbox kind
0: of comes away with this because you know. If, if we had to do a battle of the consoles or whatever, mm-hmm. in my opinion, uh, Xbox 360 was better than PS3, but mm-hmm. PS4 is better than Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So, to try and bring back that gamer fan base, because Xbox One, it's made for you can watch TV and mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, yeah, we all have cable boxes. Or nowadays, we all have Netflix and Hulu and everything to do that with. So, it's going to be interesting to see what Xbox pulls out of the bag, because now that no one's really watching cable anymore, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what a lot of the. That, that, that's kind of what was formed. It was mm-hmm. formed around is like this entertainment box. No one asked for that. Okay, Xbox is a gaming console. So if you really want to try and bring it back, you need to you need to show PS Five what's up.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's going to come down. I think we talk about this a lot in the podcast. It, it's really going to come down to exclusive games now. Yeah, I think Xbox Microsoft was not anticipating. Because they already had uh, like Halo and Gears, but they didn't think like, oh, we just we need more than yeah. just that. And where where PlayStation had so many exclusives that you know you're talking about Spider Man, you're mm-hmm. talking about God of War. Now next year, Last of Us Part Two, yep. you have Uncharted. There's like so many that that the hardcore gamers are like, oh well, there's more games that I want to play on the PlayStation. I mean. I, I just ordered my first PS4 today. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. I, I own an Xbox One. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I'm more of an Xbox person. I just I like the controller more. I kind of like the, 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 the interface more. But when it comes to exclusive games, I, I, I'm a big fan of Halo. But it's lacking in that department compared to the PlayStation. Exactly. I want to play God of War. That's I bought this. I want to play Death Stranding that's coming yeah. out soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Uncharted, all that stuff. It's interesting because like Xbox keep, keeps pushing Xbox Game Pass, Xbox
0: Game Pass. I'm like, Xbox Game Pass is cool if there's games I want to play on it. Mm-hmm. And when you think like, there's no point in saying, like, we have a million games you can play. It's like, well, I don't want to play any of them.
4: Yeah, like, so for me, like, me and Dennis are, like, the complete opposite. He's just getting a PS4. I just, like, joined Team Xbox about a, a few months ago. <laughs> oh, nice. it so far, But that, I, I'm able to, the Game Pass is only, I've only got about, like, 10 or 15 of, like, that whole library. I'm okay. like, there's not really, like, I, I agree with your point. There's not, like, oh, I, that game I, like, want to, I actually want to dive into. There's only, like. Like for example, Gears Five. That like yeah. for them to put like if they can put more exclusive games like that on Game Pass, mm-hmm. then I'll be I'll stay a member. But besides that, like the Tomb Raider franchise, the Halo, the games are on there. Yeah. Like I'm downloading those as well. But there haven't been like I haven't seen like a a roster of that size like, right. like on on all those games. So I'm
0: like, all right, well i I got to gotta, gotta give a shout out to one of my favorite games of all time, which is Journey uh, for PlayStation. I'm a massive fan of that. I've played through that a million different times. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, it's a two-hour game, same kind of game every single yeah. time. But the way it's structured is fantastic. So, you know, big props to PlayStation mm-hmm. for that one.
3: What do you think about the whole 8K thing? They're like, okay, the PS5 is capable of 8K even though... I don't think many people are going to be playing on it. Oh, hell no. I mean, unless they're not planning on making a console for
0: the next five or so years. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my my thing is everyone's like, oh, 4K monitors, 4K this, 4K that. But for me being a content creator, you know, 4K – is four times bigger than 1080p yeah that means four times bigger file sizes so for me my editor lives over in the uk so mm-hmm. oh yeah I, I, I took all my files and sent it over to him and no one's gonna we're not gonna spend four times as long just send the content render it uh upload it when no one's gonna watch 4k and
3: then when they're watching it on here
0: Right? Yeah, like, exactly, and you know seventy percent of seventy uh, percent of YouTube users watch it on mobile. Yeah. So if that's only if that only goes up to seven twenty p ten eighty p, we're not going to spend the extra four times to go to four k. And that's and it's like oh it's going to go to eight k. I'm like who the hell can who, afford an eight k TV? Like who? Yeah, I, I, I don't believe, even right? have a
3: four k TV. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. Who's trying to? I don't. I don't know, man. Like I I barely just got a four k <laughs> TV, and that's just because there was a deal. But besides that, like nobody's trying to spend money on a fucking eight k. Like bro. Yeah, like unless you're like Bill Gates or something, right? Like, exactly. like unless you have money to like actually, unless like you're just, just like slow. hard chilling, yeah. like yeah. Then there's no
3: content for, it, yeah, right? right? There's no tell. I mean, 4K now has content, uh, but it's still not a ton, right? No. Most most of the library of stuff is still HD quality.
0: I think it's just. You know, it's just a way of uh, just showing off what they can do. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's not whether people use it or not. It's just a flex. It's hundred percent flex. Like,
4: maybe do a bundle deal. Like, here's a k TV with your PS Five. Yeah, ex-
0: I, I doubt they do. Xbox is gonna come out and say, "Yeah, we are doing like like sixteen K just because." We got you, bro. Like,
4: yeah,
3: exactly. Like, we're preparing for the future. Hundred K. What's, What's, like, yeah. What's up, man? What's
4: up, man? Talking shit.
0: Yeah. Got
3: you, <laughs> to, to me, I think the spec wars are over. You know what I mean? Like, you just can't win on specs. It doesn't matter. Especially with console. Yeah. Uh, I mean. It's, like I said before, like, what's in
0: the consoles right now is expected. Yeah. It's as as good as what it can be right now, but these consoles are going to be around for four or five years now.
3: Yeah. And then, and also just, there's only so much, you know, graphically, like, okay, this game on the, like, when they do comparisons, right? Like, Red Dead Redemption 2, Mm -hmm. they had, like, okay, they had uh, the regular PS4 version, the regular Xbox One one version, the PS... 4 Pro version, the Xbox oh, One okay. X. And yes, you do see a difference in the graphic quality, but it's not like such a difference that you're like, oh my God, I got to go run out and get the the highest end system possible. Well, In GTA, I bought
0: three different times. Did you? Yeah, yeah. because I mean like... Uh, I had an Xbox I had it on Playstation And then I had to wait To try and get it on PC So I had to buy mm-hmm. it Three different times Just because like If I was making content on it And then obviously Multiplayer didn't come out For like three or four months till after release So you're just sitting there With a the game You're like oh cool I'm, I've, I'm already done single player And I have to wait again To play, to do multiplayer And then you're buying Shark cards on that And then you have to try And buy it again on PC mm-hmm. It's like I love Rockstar I'm a massive fan mm-hmm. of them But they're going to spend Five or six years in a game You would think they would have it Just kind of bundled Ready to go mm-hmm. Off the bat, but the fact that you have to wait months for it, and they're going to ask tell you to buy another $60 game on top
3: of that just to play on PC. Yeah, uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, we talked about last week coming out on PC. Yeah, um, What's interesting, because I, I don't know if you bought any uh, Microsoft games, but some of those games are like you buy once and you can play on both systems. PC basically PC and on Xbox. Oh as well. yeah,
0: because the integration they have now with uh, the PC, like Microsoft Store or whatever. Yeah, the hell. yeah.
3: So you can buy something like uh, like Sea
0: of Thieves is a good example. You know, like one of the first ones.
3: Yeah, exactly. So I think that's kind of the future for at least for for Microsoft. It's like okay, you buy this, so you have more incentive to purchase the game. Right. Let's say if, let's say you have both. You have Xbox and you have uh, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And then, but the Xbox One also, you can play on PC as well. Then you'd be kind of more inclined to do that.
0: I'm not a I, you know I don't play the game at all, but I have to give massive credit for Fortnite. Mm-hmm. The reason being is before it was either you stick with your Xbox or you stick with your PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Whenever I was at school, it was like everyone had an Xbox, so everyone got an Xbox. They had a, those kids who had a PlayStation, so all that group of kids went with PlayStation. Mm-hmm. But with Fortnite, you could play games on mobile with people who are on PC, same squad member as Xbox and PlayStation. It's the game was so big that it forced. Remember the whole like yeah. uh, PlayStation trying to pull out of the whole thing and then got shit on for it. Yeah, it's because the game was so big. It was the only game that I think is out there right now that could do something like that and try to bring games together. Why don't
4: you play Fortnite?
0: Uh, it got to the, it got to the point where I played it at the start. It got to the point where w- whenever an eight year old kid can build like a three bed, four bath mansion in front of me in half a second, it's just overwhelming. See? Yeah, that's that, that's that, why yeah, I stopped yeah, playing Call of
3: Duty. I, yeah, I, I don't
4: I don't play Fortnite at all, dude. I, I'm try. It's just once you start like I can aim when you get a gun, but once you start building, having to build shit, I'm out of there. But I am good at Apex, so decent.
0: Oh, same, yeah, same. Uh, because it, it's the same thing where it's like it's just it's shooting. Yeah, you know? it's, it's it's I'm good at positioning. I'm good at aiming. But the building mechanic, it's kind of like the same as Guitar Hero. You know, it just takes time to really get good at. And the people who are really good at it, like it's its kind of like an art form to watch mm-hmm. nowadays. Like Especially the Fortnite World Cup. I don't play it, but I can respect the hell out of people who who do play it and who are really good at it. Because you can tell the amount of hours they put into that. It's like, a, it's like an actual sport, like training. Friends. Yeah, like, exactly. Couldn't
3: do,
4: it, couldn't do it. What were you yeah. saying about Call of Duty?
3: No, that, that's why I, I stopped playing Call of Duty multiplayer. That's why I, I didn't buy uh, Black, Black, Black Ops, Ops 4. Because they had no single-player. Because I actually enjoy the Call of Duty single-player games. Mm-hmm. And then it only was multiplayer. I was like, well, I'm just going to hop in there and then die. Cause yeah. I just go in there and then like, some 12-year-old just snipes me from afar and I'm dead. And then I respawn and then die. Exactly. Like, I, I'm, like I'm decent at Halo, but, mm-hmm. like, something like Call of Duty, I'm just not good enough.
0: Well, I mean— Especially, like, back in the day, whenever you're doing, like, ranked matches on Halo 3, like, everyone there, they're competitive, but they're still just playing for fun. You know, game yeah. battles just kind of got introduced, so people were taking kind of a little bit more seriously. But nowadays, especially now that parents can see how much money a lot of these people are making, like, before it was, you know, get, get off your console and go outside. Oh. But now it's like, get on your PC, you need to yeah. train, yeah. kid. <laughs> like, it's, it's a whole different ballgame where now these kids are kind of being bred by their parents to be video game stars. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's insane. I wish I
4: was wish I would have caught that caught that wave before now. Like I wish we were kids when I'd oh, be like oh my hey, god, I'd be, I'd be, I'm so I'd be, I'd be, far
3: removed from that. <laughs> my parents would never they they still <laughs> don't if you told them right now that the the winner of the Fortnite World Cup won 3 million dollars, yep. it would blow their mind. Oh yeah, like, exactly. They would just they wouldn't even believe it. Well, it's
0: something crazy like the whole um Fortnite World Cup being in New York actually uh, gave new, They didn't give New York, but it helped raise like $12 million to give back to the city of New York, oh, sure. mm. which is insane or something crazy like that. Don't quote me on that. It's mm-hmm. something crazy like that.
3: In terms of just the business that was involved. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. as
0: far as, like, uh, the business, as far as ho- holding it at that massive hotels, venue. hotel food, restaurants. Exactly. Yeah. I guess when
4: I realized when, like, Fortnite was, like, I guess big, like, when I, my realization when last, I guess last E3, when they had, like, a Fortnite uh, thing at the L.A. stadium or yep. at that soccer mm-hmm. stadium. Oh, like, the pro-am. The pro-am. Yeah. I was like, oh, because oh, I went and attended. I, like, covered. I was like, Jesus Christ. This is, <laughs> this is like an actual event. On. This is a yeah. massive event. And I was like, okay, Fortnite. I see you. Like, I'm not good at it, but I respect
0: it. You can respect I, it exactly, I respect it. and even things like a lot of people will give Fortnite shit um, for you know schools picking up on. Oh, you can do Fortnite dances in school and things like that. But at the same time, it's like it's entertaining kids. It's bringing families closer together. Uh, I, I think even though we don't play it, there's a massive respect there for it, yeah. and especially with bringing especially Twitch and gaming content into the mainstream, like. People give Ninja shit, but at the same time, he's one of the only actual celebrities mm-hmm. right now. Because regardless of his Twitch stream not getting as much numbers as what he used to, he is Ninja now. As far as the media goes, when you ask, oh, video games, it's like, oh, the Ninja guy. I mean, like, it's always Ninja and Pie. He's on a fucking TV reality show. Like, yeah. like, bro, like, come on now. It's yeah, ridiculous. He's now like, sponsored by uh, Adidas. or I say Adidas, but... Um he has a sponsored everywhere. He is like he's going to the NFL All-Stars with like um a Louis Vuitton sponsored suit. I'm like, bruh, like you're a Twitch streamer. Like it's insane.
4: <laughs> Hopefully he just he's just paving the way for it's, others it's like, amazing. to make moves. So uh, yeah. I'm excited about that. Yeah.
0: I I have to give
3: you know people give him shit, but I have to give him massive credit for paving ways. Okay. Uh, another game phenomenon that I personally never got into, but I know you're you're into Minecraft.
2: Yeah. Minecraft. Like
3: how like I think just because I'm an older person, I what is it about Minecraft that attracts so many people? It's the infinite
0: possibilities. It's the fact that um, there's so many different kinds of blocks now where it's kind of the same way. It's the same thing as Lego. Yeah. Where you can go on there. You There's multiplayer. It's a, it's kind of like imagine if – um how do I describe it? It's imagine if Lego was online and mm-hmm. Lego had a multiplayer and it was just an open world sandbox game. Oh, shit. Imagine. Is that Minecraft? Yeah. Oh, it, it, dude,
4: now you pitching me Minecraft. I might
0: have to jump on. <laughs> No, exactly. It's like, I think what they're, what they're doing is fantastic. Uh, there's so many different blocks out there. People are so smart with how they're doing it. If you ever get a, get a second, watch Redstone wiring videos. The, mm-hmm. the stuff that people can make in that game right now is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And there's also, like, survival aspects, different kinds of monsters. It's... It's a fantastic survival game. I know it gets shit for being like, you know, all oh, kids play it, mm-hmm. but if you actually go back and sit down and really just soak it in, and once you start to understand the fundamentals of it, you get lost in it for hours and hours at a time.
4: Okay, like I, I now, I'm, now you're mentioning like I think I watched like a YouTuber like a like a few years ago, three or four years ago, but like he would do like a Minecraft type hunger games. Yeah. Hunger Games style thing. I don't I didn't know if it was online or it was just like him playing it, but it was like a Hunger Games
0: like him like yeah, trying it's, to detain. Yeah. So that's that's dope. That's dope. Yeah, and the the cool thing is is like they've given uh, they've given a lot of coding access to to modders, and they they're allowing modders to just fuck fuck around and do what they want, which is fantastic. Because a lot of the games are like, no, we're not going to give you the code, we're not going to give you the API, we're not going to do anything to let you have access to all this. But Minecraft just like, here's everything you need. Just batter away and just have fun with it. So with the Hunger Games mod, there's a bunch of different kinds of mod. There's even like Fortnite mods you can install now, like. It's it's ridiculous. It really is. Dennis, we got to get on the, the Minecraft wave. Now. Yeah. Uh, th- mm-hmm.
3: I know a lot of people were concerned when Microsoft purchased Minecraft, mm-hmm. but I think they've it's still cross-platform. Mm-hmm. You can play it on your Xbox, your PlayStation, on your phone, and whatnot. It's on. Is it on Nintendo Switch? It should, I'd be surprised if it's not. Yeah. yeah I yeah. think. Yeah. And just being able to cross-play and all that stuff, and keep keep it open, it's, it's just kind of a. And I think they they purchased it so they can get kind of the younger audience yep. associated Same as with that It's Fortnite. It's inclusion. Game. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Definitely uh, something you know. Dorian over here is gonna. It's sorry, on my sorry. it's on my list. On your yeah. list, on my <laughs> list of, I'll, I'll add it to the list. Yeah. I got a got a. Well, you just logo. got an Xbox and you just got a
0: PS4. You guys need to work through exclusives yeah. first, and then, yeah, exactly. And then end up. there I just went,
4: so I started with Gears Five, and mm-hmm. now I got to work my way back. But I'm loving Gears Five so far, though. I'm having a blast. I've had it. time to play. It, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. I've heard amazing
0: things, though. Which is thank God. It's, thank it's, God,
4: it's, it's sick. But mm-hmm. I I have nothing to compare to the other games because I haven't, haven't played them. But from from just playing, so I think you'll enjoy Gears Five. Okay, I think I think I have a blast with it.
3: Hell yeah. Um, uh, other news, we've got uh, Doom Eternal was delayed to 2020. It was supposed to come out in November. Mm-hmm. And then Bethesda released a thing basically saying that it needs more polish to the game. I played the demo at E3. I thought it was pretty polished. Uh, but then again, I was playing on it- they had high-end PCs, you know, so mm. they made sure it looked great, right, felt great. So I don't know if maybe the console versions need more polish, or if maybe they need to polish up other levels than the ones I played. So it's also Bethesda. Yeah. <laughs> I, well, I think they may have learned their lesson from Fallout seventy-six, yeah, which I know, which in theory was an awesome-sounding game, mm-hmm. and then the execution wasn't there, and they did. They basically released it a year early, You're right? And so maybe they've learned something from. Let's that. just
0: take our time with this because I yeah. mean, Skyrim, like you know, one of my favorite games of all time. But Skyrim is buggy, but it buggy and it works. Mm-hmm. Like for example, like when you whenever you get on a horse and you try and go up mountain, you can just vertically go up the mountain mm-hmm. in a horse. Things like that, where they know it's a bug, but they keep it in there. Well, also, I feel like with Fallout. 76, it's, there was bugs, but they were game-breaking bugs to the point where it ruined everything. Mm. Yeah. As long as it doesn't ruin everything, as long as it's kind of like just fun bugs, I guess you could say. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Um, but yeah, Fallout 76, it's, it's it's sad because Bethesda had such like a high rating. It's same as like if Rockstar released a bad yeah. game. You know, it had such a high rating and then to see them actually kind of bring them back is kind of like human to a certain degree, it's like, oh, they can make a bad game. You know, it's... It's sad to see. So I think you're right in the sense of they're just taking their time with this to make sure because they need to get their reputation back.
3: Yeah, exactly. And that's why uh, we went to the Bethesda press conference this past E3. It was a lot of like, look, Fallout 76, we need to repair a bunch of stuff. And all that stuff was like for free, right? They're right. going to gonna give you this new DLC and it's going to be free. If they're going to fix this thing. It's going to be free because they're like, uh, a lot of people don't are more skeptical now mm. of what 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 they're doing. So I right. think this is probably just falls in line. They're like, "Look, we got to make sure this game is top-notch when it comes out.
4: All eyes are on them." I mean, yeah, and it wasn't really I, I cuz like like I think we were talking about it off camera like I not the big I'm not a fan of it mm. or I it wasn't on my radar, but the stuff I did see at E3, it looked cool, but I'm glad they're taking their time because I don't think I, if there's if they have if they do have a massive fan base, they got to hit it right with them because I don't think there's like a a larger general audience that's, like, trying to say, oh, I want to play, I need to get this Doom Eternal game. So if yep. they've they got to market it, they got to make sure that they're getting it right for their die-hard fans or they're going to have another bust. So I I'm appreciate them taking their time on this. I agree. And, it, and it makes it so they don't have to, the developers don't have to, like, rush or try to get overworked mm-hmm. and they have time to actually enjoy life and still work yeah. at the same time
3: also, I don't know, it's kind of nice to see some bigger games drop not in the holiday season. Yeah, that's true, too. Because, like, last last year, it's like I'm, I'm like, already, what, like, 13 hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm -hmm. And then Red Dead Redemption 2 drops two weeks later. And it's like, now i got to hop over here. And I played that. That's an 80-hour game. And then so it's like... I don't know, when, when too many big games come out at the same time, I get a
0: little... There's too much of a dry spell, and yes. then you just get overrun by everything to the point where you kind of, you you know, 10 games come out, you choose one, and you kind of mm-hmm. throw the rest to the back burner. So all of a sudden, when you're like, oh, I have nothing to play, you're like, I could go play the game that came out last November...
3: But I'll just go do something else. Yeah, you kind of yeah. you kind of forget about it. So I'm glad to see a bigger title drop. Uh, a little bit later, <laughs> um, we got some more news about the Marvel's Avengers game. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for that game? I haven't... It's weird. Like,
0: I, I, I bought Spider-Man, and I wanted to go to, sit down and play it, and I never got around okay. to it, but I've heard so many good things. I've I watched... you Spider-Man? So, no. So, oh. so my thing is I um, I just watched Twitch streams on it. Oh, okay. Because... because uh, especially just on tour. You just want to see the, the story or whatever? Yeah. You just kind of, like, get a feel for it. That's kind of what, it's what a lot of people do now is... If they go to YouTube, they go to Twitch whenever they can't like afford a game or they don't yeah. have time for a game. They'll just sit down. They're doing their work, but they'll just have it on the background just to make just kind of see how it is. Mm-hmm. Like uh, one of my favorite games i would never played was Beyond Two Souls. I watched so many playthroughs, that, playthroughs of that. Same kind of thing where I could – I don't really have time to play it, but I'll watch people play it. Mm-hmm. Um, so as far as Marvel Avengers, it, they need to nail it. You know, mm-hmm. it's actually like it's the end of the, the, end of the Avengers kind of universe to a certain degree. They kind of cut it close, so – this is kind of like, is this a cherry on top? We'll just have to wait and see.
3: Yeah. I mean, definitely, when they premiered at E3, it had some sort of backlash to the graphics, which if you see the latest videos, they've improved actually. Yeah. Quite Good, a bit. Thank God,
0: because it was a bit. Iffy. Yeah, I
3: saw like because uh, in this one video they show a bunch of the characters, their different costumes, and like some of their finishing moves, mm-hmm. and like you'd see like Black Widow's face actually yeah, looked, looked looks a better. lot better. And I think Good.
4: and I think they were I think the initial reaction from the E3 was also just backlash because they didn't look like the the movie <laughs> characters because I think before that they it made it sound like it was gonna. Kind look of look like, like them. What like them. So Too I, much money. I think it was just <sighs> uh, the initial shock of like, oh, that doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr. or any of because them. Because that was so. the
0: one that wasn't like the
4: uh, the Golden Gate Bridge, right? Yeah, or something in and around yeah. there. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So now I think people have t- had time. Like, all right, they're not going to look like the actual people, and they're improving the graphics. But the New York, the New York Comic Con footage they showed, and with the the addition of Kamala Khan, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll, i Ms. Was Marvel. Yeah, or yeah, Miss mm. Marvel. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. So when they showed her footage, I was like, all right, this or. Her, her specifically i was like she looks great like that was Good. what really sold me over the top because i was already all in for this game but her like her addition and her gameplay looks smooth as hell and they like she has a bunch of powers especially around like elasticity mm-hmm. and like her growing and stuff like that so i was a little bit worried but once i actually saw it i was like okay they got it mm-hmm. making her the next making her a playable character adding her into this mix i'm down for it so I thought yeah that was she's the not
3: just an addition like a you know it's player multiplayer she's right. actually part of the campaign the story, and the story. I, think, yeah. I, think,
4: and I think that's smart too because it's like they they just announced at D23 that she's having a show or like having her own live action show so to like start weaving in those like, mm. those, like letting fans know who she is giving her a little general background mm. beforehand i think that's smart little smart little easter smart little yeah, tie yeah. into the bigger universe
3: and they talked about i think the initial campaign if you play it all the way straight through is about 12 13 hours And then they said, if you want to do side missions on, you know, all the side missions, it's like 30 hours. Uh, But they're going to have DLC with the campaign and story Mm -hmm. mode through the next several years. Oh, so, so
0: they're going for
4: long haul. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. They're, they plan on like yeah, adding DLCs, adding more characters than the six that you get to see, and Kamala Khan or Miss Marvel. So I, I'm excited to see about that because they said right. they like don't worry, Hawkeye's coming, like all of them coming down the line, which is which is pretty dope.
0: The one thing that worries me, and I I personally love the game, but the ne- it's a game it's oh, it's a perfect example of a game that needs to be nailed off the start is Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves I think looks amazing, it plays amazing, but it got to the point where there was just nothing left left to do. Mm-hmm. And even though the developers was like, yeah, we have years of content to come, we have this island, and this the Kraken's coming along, for a lot of people it was just too little too late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think with Avengers it's, it's cool to see that they have a game plan, but they need to nail off the start first, otherwise the next two years of content is just going to be worthless.
3: What's interesting is because a lot of like with Fallout 76, it, they haven't released everything yet. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that it fixes a lot of the problems from before. But obviously the damage has been done. It's a year later. Uh you're talking about Sea of Thieves as mm-hmm. well. Somehow Destiny was able to come back from that. Like they No were, Man's Sky too. Yeah. Same thing. Like it's it's interesting to see like which games can do that in some lawyer. Like once once the ship has sailed, there's no coming back from You think from
4: Fallout 76 is on that ship?
3: I think so to, to the most extent. I think they can re- help redeem their image by releasing stuff that, that fixed the game, but there's still this impression. I mean, I'll be honest, with the Fallout Seven Six came out, I played a little bit of it and because it was so it wasn't just bug problems. It was like fundamentally the game structure was not like properly built out mm-hmm. that now they're fixing it. I think I'll go back and play it, but you still have that in in your mind. So I, I just don't think that that's gonna be I think in the fans' minds.
0: Well like Rainbow Six Siege, for example. I mean Whenever that game first came out, I think it was in like five million players, something like that. But as, as time has run on, if you look at the figures, like the actual concurrent uh, player base is growing month by month mm-hmm. just as more DLC is come out. It's, it's a good point that I didn't even think of, but it's, th- there is a redemption factor, but I guess it's all down to how they redeem it yeah. and how long they wait cuz I think after, there's a threshold. I think after a while you're just like it's too a little too late. Mm-hmm. This game's already come out, you know. It's even the the time of launch. Like if it is an end of year Christmas holiday game and if, if it's not going to work, there's already a million other games already playing. Right. So by the time the
3: DLC comes out in Easter time, no one cares. So yeah. It's all about doing it right.
0: Yeah.
3: Um speaking of Avengers, uh me and Dorian tomorrow are going to uh,
4: oh, yeah, that check
3: only. out the Avengers Damage Control VR. I don't know if you saw that, but the, no. you, have, have you been to the Void VR yet? No, I haven't, Okay, know. it's like the, one of those ones in the malls that have, they have a Star Wars one. Okay. Uh, and they have, like, uh, they had a Wreck-It Ralph one. What else did they have? They had Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters one. Yeah. yeah. Basically, it's a it's, it's VR experience. You put on, it's like four people at a time. You put on like a backpack and then the VR headset. Mm-hmm. It's more like a an, uh, an experience, like a theme park like experience. It's about okay. 10, 15 minutes long, but you work together. So they're releasing it's not out yet, uh, but it, they released a teaser trailer for Avengers Damage Control. And uh, me and Dora are going to go check it out be tomorrow.
4: Sick. So. Yeah, I'm excited about that because I did the the Ralph Breaks the Internet one because it's kind of – I'm not sure about the Avengers one, but they kind of tie it into the movie. Like even mm-hmm. – it might not necessarily be canon or whatever, mm-hmm. but they try to include – Kind of like an extension of yeah, it. Yeah, an extension of it. So it, it's kind of similar to that. So I'm not sure what this Avengers Endgame one will be, but – Well, yeah. it's Shuri
3: builds some sort of – she works on some Iron Man suits.
4: Ooh. So okay. like
3: the player's – are in these Iron Man like suits, but they have Wakandan technology in them. Oh, that should actually be a thing. They should, they should do that and in the we'll, movies.
4: We'll
0: see. Why? That's smart. No, mm-hmm. so, uh, uh, it'd be interesting to see kind of like the, the direction they take. Because, like for example, remember the the Batman uh, VR that came out for yeah. PlayStation, where there you're expecting to like be Batman, mm-hmm. but kind of what ended up happening is you're more just like a crime scene detective. Right, you're watching and then point. Yeah, yeah, and you kind of reverse back and you're scrubbing through where even though it's a Batman game, you're technically not Batman. Does mm-hmm. that make sense though? So.
3: Yeah. Um, speaking of VR, Iron Man VR, um, PSVR. Uh, I'm excited about
0: that. D- mm-hmm.
3: Finally release date, February
0: 2020.
3: Okay. Yeah, uh, Dorian got a chance to p- demo it.
4: Yeah, it got a de- it's, it wasn't they still had some bugs to fix and they yeah. still had like a couple things they they said that might may or may not stay in the game but what i got to test out it seemed amazing it, it you like how you just said you didn't feel like batman in that vr game In this iron man game that they're coming out vr iron man game you you feel like tony stark you feel Hell like yeah. you're Good. flying around like they make it feel like you have to have your arm positioned like how he would it, you, you That's genuinely cool. you like you genuinely feel like you're in the suit so i i'm so excited for that i'm just I'm just nervous or I I'm, I'm scared on how they're going to try to market this or like push this out cuz it's it's you need a PSVR to to do this and not every like I don't have a PS personally I don't have mm-hmm. one so it's like how are you going to try to so market it? We have
3: one at the studio. Oh, true. So yeah. so like but you got to
4: market that as well. It's like you like buy this PS4 or buy this PSVR yeah. and then later on this year we also have a new system coming out. So it's like hey how much money How much do you want from my son? Like, how long it is only. I,
3: yeah, I, I do think, uh, if I read correctly, the PSVR is going to be compatible okay. with the PS5. Yeah, I heard about that as well. Thank so, God. Yeah. Oh, that
0: would have been a shambles. Yeah,
3: I, Like, with the PSVR, like, the games I've played on it are pretty good. Yeah. The system itself is a bit clunky just compared to what we have now with Oculus Quest. It's just so easy to <laughs> It's put on. The
0: Quest kind of – it confuses me how well it works for being so light. Yes. You know, and like well, – uh, I, and I have uh, every variation of like the HTC Vive uh, at the house. I have every variation of Oculus because I'm a big fan of VR. Mm-hmm. But then when the Quest came through, it's – compared to every other headset, it's so light. And the fact that it works so well yeah. and, yes. at such a good price point, it's, it's, it's competition. It, and I'm like – that's the, that's the one thing I'm worried
4: about with this game is, like, you have to be standing in room and, like, it's a cord connected to all this, but you're doing a lot of moving. Like, when I was mm-hmm. doing a lot of turn-based mm-hmm. stuff, I like, found myself, like, getting wrapped up in the cord. So that's, like, another thing I'm, like, worried about with this is, like, if they could port it to the quest, that would be the perfect... <laughs> perfect thing for the quest like I, I don't know I wish they would market it to outside of just the, the, I, I the think PSVR. For, I think
3: for Sony they just want an exclusive for their own platform I know but that I said what
4: we were talking about earlier yeah like this is the, this this is the game where if you're like trying to market out to everybody like not everybody's gonna have a, like a PSVR but no. the oculus quest is cheaper you can actually use it without you can turn yeah. a lot
0: without mm-hmm. having to worry about getting caught up that would be the the, the best the best headset. It's, for it's this your game. entry level because yeah. I mean, once you start going into like Vibes and there's a guy you're pushing you know four figures to try and get the headset itself. Then if you want to try and do wireless, you have to buy the two three hundred dollar extension. But uh, as far as uh, a PSVR, I feel like it's a good entry way. If you really get, if you really enjoy VR and you have some really cool games coming out in the PSVR, it's going to open up the virtual reality market for years to come.
3: Yeah, I hope so well, I'm glad they are making it compatible with PS Five. So that way, if you buy one now, or let's say you really want to play this Iron Man game. You buy one. It's not going to be obsolete. You're not going to be screwed over. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We talked about a ninja before, but it looks like he's joining Ryan Reynolds' comedy called Free Guy. I actually hadn't heard about this movie, but apparently Ryan Reynolds is playing an NPC character in a video game. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, like, figures out that he is an NPC in a game, and I guess he wants to break free from being the NPC and be... His own
0: person. It kind of reminds me of um, uh, what do you call it? Detroit. Uh, <laughs> Detroit becoming human. Yeah. yeah. Where you kind of like you're you're an NPC, but you're trying to like break through mm-hmm. that kind of barrier. Uh, so I also heard with that there's Ninja. You got Jacksepticeye, and you've also got Pokimane. I think all, laser think Laserbeam. Laserbeam well. and Laserbeam yeah, yeah. as well. All those three guys, which is kind of like an interesting, uh, interesting four people. You have got like an Australian, an Irishman, and two Americans. So mm-hmm. it, the as far as, like, getting different characters I can choose from, I think that's a pretty good cast. So mm-hmm. uh, but it'll be interesting to see because like, kind of the same thing as me going on tour. Like, I'm kind of out of my field, out of my depth a little bit. Uh, and then with those guys, you know, going from being streamers and being YouTubers to all of a sudden in a A movie with Ryan Reynolds. That's you know, obviously, obviously they're going to get their, their training and whatever beforehand, but... I wish him well. I really don't. Honestly, I hope they nail it because they're good They're good people. That's crazy.
4: Like, yeah, just imagine. You're chilling, playing video games. Oh, wait. Year, flash forward a year later, your boy, you're, you're in a movie with Ryan Reynolds. My, my boy Ryan. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, I'm going to do a red carpet premiere with my boy Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah, That's awesome, though.
3: All right. The uh, last thing before we get to Twitter questions, the kind of big news in, in the gaming world. I mean, it's not a game I play, uh, Hearthstone. The whole Blizzard thing—the the, basically uh, this guy uh, Blitz Cheng, that's his uh, nickname—he wins a tournament. He gets interviewed, and during the interview, he puts on a mask in in support of the Hong Kong protesters in China. And we're not really going to get into the whole political dynamics mm-hmm. of the protest and China, but more along the lines of how this affects. <coughs> Gaming and not so much gaming, but also I mean gaming, but also just the kind of corporate culture here in the United States because you have earlier uh, what happened with the Houston Rockets, mm-hmm. um, and now you have this where where you basically have Blizzard banning uh, Blitzchung for a year. He also will not receive his uh, prize money, which I think is $10,000. They um, closed
0: in the Blizzard subreddit too.
3: Yeah. Uh, I think the Hearthstone one as well. Oh, yeah. That sounds and, right. And then so it just, it's just one of those things where now even the U.S. senators are getting into the mix mm-hmm. and you're getting people from both sides of the aisle, Democrats and Republicans, kind of outraged at this kind of practice because basically what they're saying is – you have a, 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 another country, basically. I don't know if interfering is the right word or mm-hmm. censoring, I mean, to an extent. But it's it's pressure through through commerce, right? I, I mean, it, it is
0: you know, it is censoring to a certain degree. Yeah. It, 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 that, that's exactly the whole the whole reason behind it. I think one thing that's funny is outside uh, Blizzard headquarters, they have, I don't know if it's like a Reinhardt or a World of Warcraft character, but they have a little plaque saying every voice matters, Oh shit. which is being spread all around the internet at the moment, just because I'm like, well, you know, as far as it's concerned, I'm not going to go too deep into it. You know, I feel like everyone kind of has their own opinion yeah. on it. One thing I think is kind of a, a bitch move is doing this and then them closing down all their subreddits so people can't voice an opinion and people can't. Talk to those people at Blizzard and Hurston directly, voicing their opinions. Yeah, I didn't so, know about that. That's that's messed up. So not yeah, not only are they they censoring him, taking away his prize money for you know believing in something, but they're also going to shut down all the gates people can contact Blizzard. I think mm-hmm. that's it's an interesting play. Without getting too one sided, I think it's an interesting play.
3: Yeah, and then you have this kind of hashtag boycott Blizzard thing where now there's ooh, we don't know yet because it's too early mm. how. What kind of financial repercussions they're going to have on the other end, right? Yeah, because they were worried about, you know, pissing off uh, a good. Uh, I think I was reading, twelve percent of their market is in Asia, that marketplace versus here in the United States, people getting upset and actually actively, people claim <clears throat> they're going to quit playing Hearthstone mm-hmm. and quit playing other Blizzard games. Now we don't know. Long term, how this is going to actually? Because a lot of people say they're going to protest something, yeah, and then the percentage that actually do it is variable.
0: It's like you have twelve percent that's in Asia, but then you also have all the uh, the Asian influence that's over in America, that's in Europe. So it's kind of like it's more it's it's a worldwide thing, one hundred percent. It's 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 hard to kind of just say it's just twelve percent when it's. It's pretty much everyone and everyone has everyone has their own opinion and people people like that about 2019 people don't like that about 2019 mm-hmm. but at the same time like whenever a company messes up like you're gonna know about
3: it yeah and it's just one of those things where uh, I mean i I make fun of a lot of the kind of backlash and protest of gamers like for certain like uh what was that the, that stupid thing with the the spider-man uh, Suit the the one from the Tobey Maguire movies. Oh, so the Sam Raimi mm-hmm. movie movies. Yeah, 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 like that. Like that whole thing is I I find ridiculous. Right, where like something like this is an actual just cause in terms of if if you if you believe that you know you don't want censorship in in, in this type of world, mm-hmm. then then I can see a reason to do this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think. Just period, it's going to be interesting to see how this whole thing plays out, because you've also got this, you've also got the NBA doing the same kind of thing, where it's, I think we're just going to let this play out, see how Blizzard plays it out, see how the NBA plays Mm -hmm. it out, but I think this next week's going to be very, very interesting.
3: Yeah, and South Park made fun of the whole thing, and they got banned in China. I'm surprised. How how, how did they not get banned already?
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. yeah. I I think only now. I'm like, shout out to South Park for sticking with them for so long.
3: (laughs) Yeah. All right. uh, That's kind of the end of the news, but uh, we have some Twitter questions that we posted out there. What do we got? All right. So from Khalil
4: Anonymous, he asked asked, him if he calls it mini golf or
0: just golf. So do you call it mini golf or just golf? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, I, I, it's mini-mini-golf. It's, it's mini-mini-golf. Mini, mini uh, 100%. Sorry, why is that? Mini-mini-golf, mini-playing mini-golf. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh, I get it. I, uh, <laughs>
4: just clicked. I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> T-Mill24 T-Mil asks, he says, some people see the competitive gaming industry as a short-term fad. Others see it exploring into mainstream in the near future. Nobody knows quite what to expect. So obviously my question is as follows. Where do you see
0: esports in five years? And then where do you see it in 10 years? A lot more mainstream than what it is now. I think, you know, with ESPN picking it up, even where, you know, from where I live in Portland, there's a bunch of eSports bars. With, there, there's so many people now, especially with the blow before night, kind of touching on what we were saying earlier about how a lot of parents are pushing their kids to play more video games so they can be the next big thing. There's going to be so much more competition coming through. And then you've also got people like uh, Drake and Scooter Braun who are now co-owners uh, of 100 Thieves. So you've got traditional celebrities coming through. You've got... Uh, Cardi B uh, investing in Phase, mm-hmm. so there's there's a lot of competition to be had I think it's just a matter of now if we're talking like an investment timeline now is kind of like the funding phase, mm-hmm. phase where a bunch of companies are really putting their time and effort into it it's only a matter of time before all that money comes to show and all of a sudden that's the next big thing if you think of the Overwatch League before they just had the Blizzard Arena but now they're making an individual arena for every single team mm-hmm. where they're going to have to travel a lot more but it's just another example of hey like you got uh, a game that has their own stadiums
3: now. That's crazy. Um, yeah, speaking of which, you mentioned parents kind of pushing their kids into playing video games, which is kind of unfathomable to me, uh, but <laughs> I think it a lot has to do with the fact that now the people who are the parents are the ones who actually played video games, because my they parents are. never played video games, Same. so when I grew up they were like, what the hell are you wasting your time with this stuff? Uh, but I mean, they said that about a lot of stuff that end up it's just not, I, what, it's not what they wanted. Out yeah, of well, now I end up utilizing for work, so. Same, yeah, same as all of us. All um, but now, the kids now, that their, their parents did play video games. Right. At least a good portion of them, so mm-hmm. they understand it a little better. Um, so, all right, what do we got, what oh, we got next? We got
4: Blade JTJ or GTR, he asked, do you think Cyberpunk should have a collector's edition with a female version figure for those people who want to,
0: want with both options or want to own one or both? Well, I think one thing that's interesting about Cyberpunk is the fact that they're also saying that they're none of them are genders yeah. mm-hmm. because they're robots. So it's I think they're going to have to try and play into that atmosphere if they're going to, whether it's a collector's edition or whether they release something later on. You know, we still have a little bit of time before release. Right? Um, there is going to be collectibles no matter what, whether it's a collector's edition on release. Who really knows? Maybe they don't want to spoil too much because if you are going to have a game like that where it is kind of so left field. That you, maybe they, just, they don't want to ruin it, they don't want to give anything away. Mm-hmm. Dennis,
3: yeah, I just think that it, maybe they'll they'll have maybe not another collector's decision, but maybe you can buy this statue separately yep. from it on the
0: website or something like that. I want Johnny Silverhand statue, yeah, that's the one I, I,
3: want. <laughs> I just want.
0: I want Keanu Reeves, yeah, six foot in my house, just a, just a Keanu uh, Reeves. Reeves yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, uh the there was another
4: one, but it was mainly pertaining to what we just talked about with the Blizzard stuff. So yep. I don't want to rehash that. And then that's fine. The last one for me personally was: What is your what if you had to pick a game right now to be your
0: game of the year? What would your game be? Uh, Sekiro. Sekiro, what's that? Uh, it's um it's 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 Souls game. Okay. The yeah. Shadow Dice twice. Yeah. Okay. I, I played through that twice just by myself, and it's very rare that nowadays, whenever I play a game, I always think: Should I be recording it? Should I be streaming it? Uh, and they absolutely nailed that out of the park. I think mm-hmm. it's, a, it's just such a fantastic game. The story is amazing. It's a Souls game, so obviously it ha- it's it's a lot more challenging. But I think the the diff- the, the, the way they've perceived the game because normally with like a Dark Souls, it's it's a rolling mechanic. Mm-hmm. Whilst here, it's a timing mechanic as far as uh, parrying your opponents. And I think I, I think it's fantastic. If you had to pick up a game right now, 100 percent play that. And what's
4: your most anticipated game for the back half of this year, and then coming into next year?
0: You guys are going to laugh at me for saying this, but if they mess it up this time, I'm out, but... I COD Four was one of my favorite games of all time. So Modern Warfare, I, I just all see right. I, I see Captain Price and I see everything they're doing. And I'm just like, don't mess this up, boys! Don't mess this up. October 25th, I'm waiting for you. Are you a multiplayer guy or a single player guy? For this, it's gonna be both. Okay. Uh, for I think COD, COD Four, the story is amazing. Uh, Black Ops One, I enjoyed the story as well, mm-hmm. but after that, it just kind of slowly trailed off. Just because whenever I get a game now, it's multiplayer because I have to try and record. But just because you know. Captain Price is my boy. I have to, <laughs> I have to go through and play it 100.
3: And then next year, Cyberpunk or Last of Us Part Two, or something else. I, I I don't know. Just gonna wait and see. I think uh, Cyberpunk. It
0: just I don't want it to be like No Man's Sky. You know, because No Man's Sky is the perfect example of a game that was so hyped up. It's so vast. It's so crazy. And then you play it and there's nothing there for it. That's what
4: I'm so, hoping Death Stranding isn't, because I don't know anything about that. Death yeah. Stranding,
3: I, I don't think so, though. Just because Death Stranding, I think it has a particular linear storyline mm-hmm. to it, where I, th- I feel like Cyberpunk 2077, 2077 is like more. Open world ish.
0: Yep. So hype has been, ever since No Man's Sky, hype has been ruined for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I try and keep everything at a low standard and then be pleasantly surprised. Yeah.
3: Uh, I mean, th- that was my issue with Fallout 76 is like everyone was like, oh, and including myself was like, oh my God, this is so amazing. Mm-hmm. And then when you actually start playing, you're like, there is nothing to do here. Yep. <laughs> you were like, where is everyone now? Where? Yeah. So, yep. so hopefully. We'll uh, all right. Uh I think that's it. Yes, sir. Awesome. All right, cool. Uh well it's a pleasure for having you on Thanks this podcast. On Thanks this, for sir. coming oh, yeah. in. Appreciate uh us. people. Uh what are the next few cities you're gonna be into uh, in for your tour? Yes,
0: yeah, so I've got um I've got Los Angeles uh Friday. Uh I don't know when I don't know when this is coming out, but have got Los Angeles Friday, San Diego Saturday, uh Arizona. Uh, On Sunday, and then I've got uh, Nashville, Atlanta, and just pretty much everywhere (laughs) over the next few months. So I would say uh, Minilad.net is the place to be to see if I'm coming to a city near you. Nice. Oh, yeah.
3: And where else can people find you? YouTube channel, Instagram, Twitter? Everything is
0: Minilad, no space 3Ds, Mm M-I-N-I-L-A-D-D-D. Whether it's YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, I try and keep my branding all the same to make it easier for everyone. So that or the Craig Thompson channel.
3: Cool. Yeah.
4: You guys know where to find me, Twitter, Dorian Parks and Rec, because Parks and Rec is better than The Office. And then you can
3: find me on Instagram <laughs> at
4: Dorian Parks.
3: And you guys can find me on Twitter at Think Hero or Instagram, Dennis.TZNG. Uh, make sure to subscribe to this YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Collider Videos. Also subscribe to our Collider Factory podcast feed where we find this podcast every single week. Thanks for listening, and see you guys later. Peace.
1: Stay little chico pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide. And I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive. Brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you've got to play the game so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State farmers is there.
2: We begin today's meditation with a few sipping exercises to remind us a little treat can go a long way. So pick up your McCafe iced coffees, close your eyes, and deep sip in. And deep satisfaction out. Ah.